It's the Morning Blitz. What is this, amateur hour? Weekday mornings from 7 to 8 Mountain, 8 to 9 Central on 1025U Rock and the Rocking M app. Checking in on the Ryder Cup, which it's underway today over in Europe in Rome is where the Ryder Cup is taking place. USA versus Europe. It has not been a good start for the Americans. (laughs) They are down 4-0 right out of the gate. USA has not beaten Europe in Europe since 1993. What were you doing in 1993? I'll tell you, I was four years old at the time. I mean, that's a long time ago, the last time. Now, they don't play it every single year, uh, every other year. But, man, Europe already with a stranglehold in the U.S. here through the first pretty much half a day, up 4-0 over the Americans. And it looks like they could, if if things hold out the way they are sitting right now, it could be like 6-1 here in a few hours. Oh, my. Not a good start for the Americans there at the Ryder Cup, which is being played once again in Rome. Let's change gears. Let's talk some more high school sports. Our good friend Connor Nickel joins us now uh, from Sunflower Sports Solutions and kpreps.com. Connor, another week in the books of the high school football season. And, uh, boy, we had some pretty interesting outcomes, and especially starting up north of us here uh, in Shylin Bird City, where there was a lopsided win for the Cougars. And I'm, I don't know about you, but I was pretty surprised on how different that game turned out than I thought it would in my head. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, I Shylin, all kudos to to them, uh, Coach Mick, Mick McCarty and Coach Walden, and their their team just did a fantastic job. You know, so this was number two Northern Valley against number one Shylin. Shylin won this game 49-48 uh, last year. Kind of the broad strokes was if Northern Valley was healthy. How could how well could they do? Last year they lost two one point games and were without key players pretty much all year long. Uh, they were healthy entering last game. Kenton Solheim, their quarterback, was hurt earlier in that contest this past Friday. But really, honestly, Shyland was proved that they were the the better team really really early. You know, a fifty four to six win. Uh, we've talked so much about Shiloh's improvement on defense, and for them to outgain Shy, uh, Northern Valley 462 to 184 is really impressive. I mean, again, you saw games from kind of that secondary group. Uh, John Sabaka played played well. Uh, Connor and Harley McPherson also played played well. But Shiloh's big three, I mean, really stuck out. You know, Kretzer again there. Defensive captain and their receiver led them, led them in tackles, a couple of touchdowns. Obviously, Pablo Bermudez, another huge game. Uh, I think nine catches, uh, scored in a variety of ways, as he normally does. A humble return for for a score. And obviously, McCarty at at quarterback. You know, right now, you've got to say that Pablo or Kresser and McCarty are the, are the best six-man players in Kansas. Uh, Shylin has been incredibly impressive after this first month. And I wrote a story this week, and they were the BP uh, male athletes of the of the week. Uh, again, BP Clean Right, they're, they're, they're our sponsor. They do a great job um, uh, supporting us, so, so definitely check them out. 
But Shineland's senior group right now has 26 wins. They are two wins away from tying the all-time Shineland record for most wins over a four-year span. Uh, McCarty, I spent significant time on this this week. Uh, he is now second all-time since six-man restarted in 2014. He's now second all-time in, in passing offense. And Pablo Bermudez, Ross Volkmer, from everything that we can find from what the Kansas Sports Hall of Fame has, he has set the all-classes, all-Kansas record for career pick sixes. Uh, he has 14 uh, career non-offensive touchdowns, which is definitely the six-man mark. Uh, but his pick sixes, uh, we believe, is all classes, all state record. I did check in with Coach Walden early this week, and he, his numbers confirmed with what is available and in some other places. Uh, so what a career for the three seniors. And obviously they've got two more months uh, to really carve out just a huge, huge, great senior season. We're visiting with Connor Nickel, our good friend. We want to continue on the Shylin topic because I had visited with uh, Coach Walden before uh, these couple of games. And, you know, it was it was interesting to get his opinion. You know, after these first four weeks of the season, they played some really stiff competition, Ashland and, of course, Northern Valley. And then kind of going forward, the competition drops down a little bit. And so I'm intrigued to see, and I'm curious your thoughts on, on how they handle the next few weeks before going into the postseason because it will be maybe somewhat a bit of a challenge keeping them focused after some really big wins early in the season. Yeah, it, it certainly is. And the, the major thing, and this is something that all three of those primarily West teams, uh, Northern Valley, Ashland, and Shylin, all three coaches talked to me about this in preseason. Um, and they said, you know, after this first month, the main thing is, is we have to make certain everybody is healthy. Um, and you really want to make certain everybody's in, in a really good you know, space, uh, you know, you're figuring out all of your rotations, you figured out, you've really ironed out all of those small key things. A major thing, thing too, is, you know, for your, you know, say players six through 10, six through 12, getting them as many varsity snaps as possible. Because what that does is it not only helps out this season for depth, but it gives them so much experience going forward. Uh, kind of the rule of thumb, I know Steve Tiernan at Osborne has, already, has always taken this tact. His starters play the first quarter no matter what. No matter what the score is, that's what he does to give his starters some reps. But then if you're up by a large margin, you're putting in backups and then you're doing those things. Um, again, not necessarily for 23, which is certainly important, but for next uh, year, year, uh, year two, had a lot of coaches tell me one varsity rep is equivalent to ten practice reps, um, and I certainly think that that's true. Um, and so, yeah, keeping everybody uh, healthy and just getting these kids who, by and large, do not play any JV games at at all, just more game game reps. Once again, we're visiting with Connor Nickel from Sunflower Sports Solutions and K Preps. Well, Shyland's 4-0. There's also a couple other good 4-0 teams in our listening region. One would be the Rollins County Buffaloes. Other one being the Quinter Bulldogs. They're after some great seasons so far. 
Yeah, so these two teams are on a collision course to be in a marquee statewide interest game a week from Friday. Rollins County will play a very much struggling Stockton this week and should win without any problem. And then Quinter will get a huge homecoming game against Hill City this week. Uh, as of the information I've gathered this week, Hill City's top two players, Am Ryan at quarterback and Steven at tailback, will both be out again. Uh, obviously, if those two come back, it would really kind of kind of change things up. But first, on the on the Quinter side, side first, this team has been really impressive. I mean, you've got some some seniors who have played played a while. Trace Kendrick can act up front. Just very consistent. Uh, he has scored a rushing touchdown, at least one in all four games. Um, he has got nine this year, and he's rushed for 110, 82, 150, and 181 in four games. So really consistent. I was really curious, honestly, how Quinter was going to do a quarterback this year. You know, Preston Havlis had a really nice career. Um, and Shane, and Shane Sollers has come in, and you can see just – how much better he has gotten. He threw for four touchdown passes last week. So they're not asking him to throw 25 times a game. But but if he can go, you know, 5 of 10 for 100 yards, that just helps out immensely. And so far, he's really done that. Uh, Quinter is plus 8 in turnover margin. Gruenbacher gets a Palefka on defense has been amazing. I mean, he is he has really been impressive. I think six or seven sacks already. Brown up front, too. Their uh, big uh, lineman has played well. A lot of depth for Quinter um, and just doing a lot of really impressive things. I, I will actually be there on Friday. Now, for Rawls County, you know, again, I thought if they could replace Withington at quarterback, uh, that's going to really help them out. Obviously, they advanced a couple rounds deep in the playoffs last year, um, and, and they certainly have. You know, Braxton Dixon has stepped in. Uh, 400 plus yards passing, seven scores, two picks. A senior stepping at quarterback four for the first time. You know Ryan Schramick is averaging about eight eight yards a carry, 573 yards on the ground. Uh, Colwell has played well. Hanson, Rod, Rod Rodriguez, but defensively, this is a team that already has 51 tackles for loss. and they are wreaking havoc against some good teams. I talked to Coach Davy and from Hill City, and he goes, you know, last week we, we played with them for a quarter, quarter and a half or so. They just wore us down. Uh, you know, they're a very physical team. I think that at one and Quinter right now, the reason why neither of them is ranked in the top five in the state, I was asked this this week, because they're basically 6A and 6B. Everyone's kind of waiting to see when they play. And likely the winner of that game will move into the into the top five, but they are all on a collision course for our huge Week Seven game. Connor Nickel, our guest. Uh, I want to get to your athletes of the week. You mentioned uh, Logan McCarty from Shylin, but who's the uh, female athlete of the week this week? Yeah, Katie. You know, the um, I wrote about Ellis uh, uh, quite a bit this week. Uh, Caden Haig, you know, three sports stand out. Ellis Volleyball has put together a nice start. I believe they're 13 and 6. This is a very high expectation year uh, for uh, Ellis Volleyball. Had 24 and 25 wins the last two years. Ellis has not won more than 25 matches in the volleyball season since before 2008. 
really experienced this year. Uh, and, and hey, you know, again, 500-plus plus career kills uh, in uh, wrestling. She's finished second and first softball, a bevy of school marks, uh, was first-team All-State last spring, is actually going to go play softball at, at Fort Hayes. Uh, then obviously one of the major games of, of really interest is Ellis at Plainville on Friday. Uh, both teams are have just one win, but again, normally in 1A, you're playing much bigger teams the first couple of weeks, and they both have taken very competitive losses. Ellis has had a massive offensive turnaround this year, passing offense. Mason Younger right now uh, is number two, all classes in Kansas for 11-man in all-purpose yards. He's had a huge year. Uh, Russell, a quarterback, Caleb Noble, their 6'3 tight end has played, has played really well. Again, it's a Plainville team that has already scored three non-offensive touchdowns and has a lot of big, big players. Uh, Ellis has passed the ball 64% of the time. Plainville has ran the ball 76% of the time. The two very different styles matching up in a game that will likely decide 1A District 8. Connor Nickel continue to be our guest. Speaking of Ellis, earlier this week we saw Keisha come out with the new numbers and then who would be moving up and moving down. I know Ellis was one of those schools that would actually be moving down, it looked like to me, to eight-man football in the coming years. Were there some other ones that really stood out to you about who would be moving up and down in classifications and the impacts that, that may end up happening? Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, the, the Ellis one, you know, being as familiar as I am with that uh, school, uh, that was not a surprise um, at all. Ellis did have some discussion earlier this fall, and it voted about about a month ago. Um, Ellis has extremely small um, classes, um, really small classes in the fifth and sixth grade, comparatively speaking, for that for that school. Um, and it was a good idea. I, I've, I've said that for some time, that it was a good idea. Their head coach this year for football has more experience coaching eight men as well, uh, too. So I think for the long term, uh, a good, good move. Um, very interested, too, in how the 1A splits come out. You've got a couple of teams, Ingles predominantly, who could go 1A1 or 1A2 in volleyball. That would really affect Greeley County. Uh, that would really affect uh, possibly even Wallace County and and Grainfield. So that could have a, a major impact on volleyball. Uh, I was a little surprised that Mays went into 6A, uh, but some others have not been maybe a surprise. But uh, the, the big the big one certainly was was Ellis, and I believe Atwood moved down to 1A as well, if if I'm correct on that. Uh, but overall, uh, some changes, but again, the, the big thing I think will be when, when the new 1A splits come out, who will be on that line right now? Ingalls was the biggest 1A1 school last year, you know, volleyball, they are really good, uh, really, really good. And if they move, move up or down, that will have a major effect on that class. One more before I let you go. Where are you at this Friday to cover games? Yes, Quinter. Quinter um, um, homecoming should be a, a, a major thing, a major, major game. You know, Hill City Quinter, I'm really interested in seeing Quinter uh, this year. Do want to throw a shout-out, uh, Ross, is 
So an interesting story that got a lot of attention earlier this week is I wrote a story on Smoky Valley's Hope Duncan, who is very close to 1,000 kills uh, in her career, 1,000 digs, and 1,000 serve receptions, a trifecta that has only been accomplished by six girls in the last five years. Talexa Weeder, one of those six. Duncan should reach it probably the next five to seven days. And last night, Wheeling Grinnell came out with their updated stats. And Caroline Schroeder, Grainfield's great uh, four-year four player, she crossed all those thresholds as well, too. So Western Kansas Volleyball doing a lot of really impressive things. Schroeder and Grainfield are probably going to be a top two to top four 1A Division two team. Um, so I want to give a shout-out to, to Schroeder. Coach Foster and I uh, communicated some last night. She thought that was a really cool milestone when I pointed that out to her, and, and that's going to be something that they're going to kind of talk about with their, uh, their team too. He once again is Connor Nickel, our good friend from kpreps.com, as well as the creator of Sunflower Sports Solutions. Go to sunflowersportsolutions.com and get a deeper look at the stories and stats in Kansas high school. It's co-sponsored by BP CleanRight, providing uniforms and supplies across North and Southwest Kansas. Connor, it's always great stuff. Thank you for the time. We'll catch up again in a week. Thanks, only Ross. Thanks again. Once again, great stuff from our good friend Connor Nickel right there. Let's take a final timeout. Come back. We'll get you set for what else is coming up this weekend in college and professional football. And also look at baseball as it comes to an end uh, here this weekend for both the Rockies and the Royals. Next on the Morning Blitz.